All right, before we get started on the final drive, a big thank you to our sponsor, Microsoft Surface. Microsoft Surface, a huge part of game day in preparation for the LA Chargers as the official laptop and sideline technology partner for your Los Angeles Chargers. Microsoft Surface provides players and coaches with the tools to succeed both on and off the field. Microsoft Surface Pro 7 is your endlessly adaptable partner now with faster processing and more connections, plus all-day battery life. The 12.3-inch touchscreen 2-in-1 laptop is ultralight and versatile. Check it out on their site, surface.com. All right, welcome into the final drive presented by Microsoft Surface. Alongside Haley Elwood, I'm Chris Harey as the Chargers fall to 1-3, losing to the Bucks 38-31. And Haley, this was a roller coaster, a, a lot of highs for the Chargers, but ultimately just, just too many lows, especially in that second half. Yeah. It, I mean, at one point, it literally was a shootout. It literally it had was. that back and forth feel. I forget how many lead changes there were at, at, you know, whatever point to finish this game off. But, but yeah, just, you know, they just couldn't totally get it done. Third one score loss. I know that the word frustrating was thrown around a lot and coach Anthony Lynn's presser and Herbert's presser and just kind of trying to find a way to to get past that and and look one in three on the season is not great obviously to finish the first quarter but as they said they'll look back at tape they'll kind of go through what happened today and then it's on to New Orleans on Monday night football for week five it is and you know there were a couple of turning points I think the biggest coach Lynn called it inexcusable it, it was that quarterback running back exchange yeah. at the end of the first half charges up 24 to 7 uh, you have an opportunity to either just run the clock out get three maybe and then you get the ball the second half instead what happens is Kelly fumbles the ball I think it was just uh, an exchange mishap between Herbert and Kelly yep. Mike Evans scores the touchdown and all of a sudden 24-7 becomes 24-14 and you go three and out to start the second half. Yeah, and then Tampa Bay turned it on from there. I mean, Brady scored, hit O.J. Howard in the third quarter, then a two-play uh, drive that went 63 yards after that. And and you just can't – it was kind of the classic case of, look, a mistake happened, but – when the quarterback on the other side of the field is who he is, when it's Tom Brady, you just can't give a guy an opportunity like that. And at one point during the game, when when the Chargers were on that really great, they were just rolling through the first and second quarter. Ian Eagle and Charles Davis had said, what's the thing that's happening right now? They're keeping Brady off the field. Yeah. And, and that was huge at one point. I know I think Tampa Bay had ended the first half leading time of possession, even though the Chargers had the lead at that point. But – um, it was one of those things where, you know, the, the offense was rolling and they were doing a good job of, you know, obviously Michael Davis too had that pick six, but, but that was what happened there. But then they, when you make a mistake, the opposing defense capitalizes on it. And then the guy on the other side is who he is. He's obviously going to take advantage of that. And then it just sort of not spiraled out of control from there, but it, you know, you could have had something and you could have started hot to the second half and then off that obviously just didn't happen and the game didn't start great you were like uh-oh Tom Brady yeah. goes all the way down the field Cameron Brady scores a touchdown but to see how the defense responded after that in the first half uh, a couple of back-to-back three and outs I believe then you get that that pick six Mikey Davis going 78 yards mm-hmm. you saw the defense play really inspired down a lot of guys and you know I thought Justin Herbert played terrific honestly and yeah until the end of that game but you know, we can sit up here and talk about stats. We could talk about uh, what they look like. Ultimately, it was a loss. And I know that's frustrating among the coaches and the teammates. 
of the Chargers. When you lose games like that, you fall to one and three. Uh, and frankly, Haley, all three of these games, one score games that they could have won. I know. And that's, I think that's the frustrating part. Look, coach, coach said it after the game. It's hard to say someone played outstanding when you lose the game. Justin Herbert's performance on this game cannot be understated. The guy had a perfect passer rating through three quarters of this game. And obviously the mistake that happened there in the fourth quarter, look, I, I just think you chalk it up to a learning experience. I mean, again, this was the kid's third start ever in, in the NFL. Yeah. And, and to do what he did, though, throughout this game, to go toe-to-toe with, as we all know, one of the greatest, possibly the greatest to ever do it, that says a lot about his approach, his rapport. He said something in his presser that I thought was so interesting. He said his mentality at the start of the second half was at the game 0-0. And I just kind of love that, even though it wasn't. And even though at that point, his team had the lead, but to have that kind of mentality of like, okay, first half is a wash, it's a go, we need to start fresh now. I just think again, that says a ability to just take a really, really mature position when playing quarterback, even though he's a rookie. Yeah, that's right. And Tom Brady, though, is a savvy vet in the second half. They made adjustments, Haley. And, yeah. and Brady was 15 to 17 in that second half, 263 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Herbert had a perfect passer rating through the first three quarters. Brady had a perfect passer rating in the second half of this game. So it was a fun duel to see the youngest versus the oldest. I think everybody enjoyed that, whether you are a Chargers fan or not. Uh, But ultimately, one in three. And I know it's frustrating for coaches, teammates, and and Chargers fans alike. And you have to find a way to – to get a win against the New Orleans Saints on, on Monday night. And we could talk about that later. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is still pretty fresh. Uh, another turning point, uh, Michael Badgey misses a 47-yard field goal. Two plays later, Tom Brady scores a touchdown. Yeah. I think I believe it's Scotty Miller. It was Scotty Miller times two to yeah. extend or to, to take that, that lead. Yeah. So, you know, that, w- that was another key part of this game where it's, it's tough because you're going up against Brady and uh, he doesn't give up, and he's not going to let up, and he's going to make the proper adjustments. Yeah, and I think, again, it kind of just goes back to he, he is going to make those adjustments, and he is going to do whatever he needs to do to get his team in the best position to win. I think I don't know if the Chargers defense got gassed again in that second half, but, but the Bucks were just rolling. They were rolling and and they did though, however, hold them to that field goal, you know, in the fourth quarter, which, okay, you make it a, you know, seven point, a one score game at that point, you get the ball back with just a little over two minutes. I think it was left in the game. Obviously we know what happened with the interception there, but, but it was, I mean, it was a, a shootout, a duel to your point, what you said. And, and it's just, it's just hard. I think, you know, there can be, if you want to talk about bright spots, you can talk about the, the production that Jalen guy and Tyron Johnson and Donald Parham had today. I mean, it was Charles Davis or Ian Eagle. One of them said, if I told you to start this game that, that those three guys would have the scores for the chargers today, you probably would have, you know, would have thought I was joking or something like that. But but the production that those three had, I mean, Coach Lynn said it. They stepped up. They did a decent job. And, and he said a lot of it was based on speed, that the decision to play those guys and get the balls to them, they were going to be in a lot of one-on-one matchups. And we saw they were fast today. And they also, huge plays, big plays, chunk plays that they were parts of. You know, Haley, we did this three weeks ago after the Bengals game. Justin Herbert didn't play in that game. Tyron mm-hmm. Johnson didn't play in that game. Yeah. Donald Parham <laughs> didn't play in that game. Jalen Guyton was the only player to play in it. Three weeks later, those pass catchers combined for seven 
NFL receptions, four of them touchdowns from Herbert. So I, I just thought that that was remarkable. And it, it speaks to that cliche of next man up but when you don't have Mike yeah. Williams. Justin Herbert found a way with guys who have really shown nothing in the NFL. To, just to be frank, they, they haven't. Tyron Johnson was called up from the practice squad on Saturday. Donald Parham Jr., he had yeah. caught a pass. You know, he, he, his XFL fame is, is what he's been riding on. So to see what those guys were able to do, I, I, I was very impressed by it because Keenan Allen is, is the guy that, that the Bucks are homing in on. And then we have to mention the injury to Austin Eckler in that yeah. first quarter. I think it was his hamstring. Uh, we don't know the extent, but, but as Coach Lynn said after the game, it, it didn't look good. It didn't look like he was uh, able to put a ton of weight on it. And, and that's just a, uh, a crushing blow for this offense. Obviously, we'll know more later this week, but it showed 46 rushing yards, just two yards per pop um, during this game, and then Austin goes out in the first quarter. Well, and I mean, we saw, I think last week too, we kind of talked about Austin got so much more involved in the offense last week, just even those little checkdowns, those things that kind of felt like more of a signature Austin Eckler kind of game at that point compared to what we had seen over the first two weeks of the season. You take that out, you know, those check down things that a rookie quarterback is usually kind of comfortable with, not really there anymore. I know that there was also talk too about that, um, what would have been a fourth and one in the fourth quarter. Now, granted, they were backed up really far. I think they were on their own 36 or something like that. Yeah. And Coach Lynn was asked about, you know, would you have gone for it? And he said, yeah, I thought about it. But at the same time, we were pretty far back. There were nine minutes left in the game at that point. So, you know, you kind of take the chance. But you almost wonder – if Austin was there, you know, would that been a different kind of decision knowing what he's, yeah, what he's capable of doing in this league? Who knows? You know, it's water under the bridge now. But but if this is a long-term loss for this team this season, that cannot be understated because of just what he's able to do both on the ground and also in the passing game as well. Yeah, and Coach Lane says we're not using injuries as an excuse, but, yeah. but I can still bear the facts, right? No Darwin James, no yeah. Drew Tranquil, no Melvin Ingram. No Justin Jones, no Austin Eckler, no Mike Williams. The offensive line, you don't have Bulaga, Trey Turner, Mike Pouncey. You don't have your right side. This is the first quarter of the season. So I know injuries are not an excuse, but just think about those names. Think about those names and how they could have contributed to this game today. Uh, it's, It's tough because you see these guys, and we were at training camp it seems like five weeks ago, all these guys are healthy, ready to go. We're, we're excited about seeing them on the field in 2020, and it can change on a dime. And that's just life in the NFL. Yeah. But it, seems, it just seems like the Chargers have been hit harder than most in this first quarter. Unfortunately, it's, it's also – it just – I don't know why it feels like it happens to this team so much more often than other teams, but, but it is a similar story, you know, of just – guys going out, big names going out, starters going out and not being able to, or, you know, having that sort of next man up mentality, but even in other cases, you know, then those guys kind of, you know, get hurt or something happens to them. So, I mean, yeah, you, you can't make it, you can't use it as an excuse, but you list those names that are, those are pro bowl players. Those are starters. Those are huge impact players and makers, change makers for this team. So, Hey, to hang 31 on the bucks, this is a team that we know. I think that we've said they averaged 27 over the last three games. They obviously had 38 today, but, but to do that, and obviously, you know, six of those came from a defensive score, but, but to do that and to find a way, if you want to find a silver lining, that's it to me. 
Yeah, and that's what we try to do. We try to find silver linings, but you know, <laughs> that's it, what we got to do here. But, we, but you know, and I think it's important to find those silver linings because you know, I, I thought Justin Herbert was fantastic. I, yeah. I really do. Other than that, that interception at the end, I thought he played phenomenal football, and, yep. and he did it with guys who no one has heard of. You know, he didn't do it with household names today, and he went toe for toe with the greatest quarterback of all time. That said, there are no moral victories. You know, nope. Chargers fans want wins. Teammates, coaches, everybody wants wins. And, you know, it, it starts, I guess, next Monday night against the New Orleans Saints. Um, just read you some numbers today. Keenan Allen was targeted 12 times again, 8 for 62. He had that unbelievable catch on the sideline that I, I know everybody oh does want to talk yeah. about. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, Josh Kelly, 3 for 26. Um, and, and just a lot of big chunk plays. You know, Justin didn't need to throw it up a, a ton because – he threw a 72-yard touchdown, a 53-yard touchdown, and a 19-yard touchdown to Parham. He was just short of being the first quarterback in NFL history to go three straight 300-yard passing games. So there's which a I lot think to Joe like. Joe Burrow yeah. did today. Which, did he do that today? Yeah. I think he did that today. The only caveat to the one with Burrow is Burrow didn't start the season because he didn't have a 300-yard yes. game against the Chargers. But yeah, so you know you could you could say a lot about hey, is 2020 now a little bit different than uh, than not being a passing league back in the day versus what it is now? But I was impressed with the rookie. Uh, still, uh, it's, it's just a frustrating way to lose. Yeah, I mean. It is hard. Like I know what coach said, but, but it is tough to, to not just be proud of the way that Herbert has been playing again, that poise that that sort of just, they blitz and he's like, whatever, here you go, Keenan Allen. Like we'll check it down there. And, and again, an insane throw an insane catch, but, but he just has, you know what, maybe it also goes back to sort of what Molly McGrath had said. You, you feel like he has a full grasp on this playbook. He is smart. We know that academically, but he just feels, it, it just, again, never feels like it's, it's too big for him. That, no. that when they got the ball back, then at the end of the game, you just felt like, okay, this team's going to go do it. Why not? I mean, I think earlier in this game, let me check my notes here really quick. I mean, I think it was, didn't they have a play that, or a, uh, a drive that started at their own three or something. Yes. It was, it yeah. was the, the one that capped that was capped off by the touchdown to Donald Parham. It was the longest TD drive TD drive for the team since 2017. So this kid, it doesn't matter where he starts with the football. He's going to try to get it down there. And they're clearly capable of doing that. Unfortunately, again, what happened in the fourth quarter was a mistake, but you no, know, he said it's learning experience and you learn from it and grow and I have full confidence that he'll be able to do that. When Brady hit Scotty Miller on those two plays, the, the last being the touchdown, and then Herbert responded right away yeah. with that Guyton touchdown before the third quarter, that was fun. That, that was like the highlight of the day for me because it's like, okay, we got a duel here against guys yeah. who are over 20 years apart. And uh, it was not too big for Justin Herbert. But no. Uh, you know, Haley, any closing thoughts as we wrap up week four? Uh, Coach Lynn likes to chunk this up in the quarters, one and three to start the first quarter. Yeah, I think, you know, you're one and three, he said. You know, you look it up. It's obviously losing is frustrating. You have a chance to win these games. So what is it? What is it that then can get them kind of over that hump to win? And, hey, next week, Monday Night Football, the New Orleans Saints, they won today, beat Detroit 35-29. I believe that was an NFL scoregami fun fact there the Saints were down 14 nothing at one point in the game and then back so that's a team obviously I don't believe Michael Thomas played today I don't know if he'll be back next week but um but that's a team that you know 
they have no fu- no quit in them either. They're going to keep fighting and playing in the Superdome. We know 2020 is a little bit of a different season here, but that's still their house. And, and that's a tough challenge too. When you go up against another one of the greatest quarterbacks to do this all time, former charger, Drew Brees, but, but Hey, quarter two starts next week. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with this team. We'll see what happens with Austin Eckler, but it's just kind of trying to find that little thing. And we talked about this a couple of years ago too. And in 2018, they were able to do it 19, a little bit of a different story again, but, but what is it to just kind of win those close games, get over that hump and hopefully turn things around. Not an easy start for Herbert. When you talk about the quarterbacks, he has to go against no. Patrick Mahomes, you know, you had Bridgewater, then you got Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's your welcome to the NFL moment, but the rookies handling it well. We'll see if the Chargers can get back on track next week against the Saints. Appreciate you guys always sticking around. Win, lose, or draw. For Haley Elwood, this is Chris Harey. Final Drive, presented by Microsoft Surface.